you love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Thursday on the program, you know what that means. AW, NXT. And New Japan today, yes. Yes. Kenta debuted on All Elite Wrestling last night. And Kenta is in the main event of All Elite Wrestling Dynamite next week. What does this all mean? Well, you know they say in relationships, it's complicated. If you could click that on Facebook, I think that's what I would click. So, we're going to talk about that here today and... It's going to be quite the time, I'm sure. So we got AEW results. We got NXT results. NXT did finally announce that there's a takeover coming up in in 10 days. Vengeance Day, which happens to take place on Valentine's Day. How did you not know that, Brian? Well, I mean, they didn't promote it until, like, yesterday. And on top of that, they used to always do Saturday shows. So I presumed it was on Saturday. Turns out it's on Sunday, so... I'll deal with that as it comes. And also, we've got lineups, believe it or not, for next week's AEW and next week's NXT. So I think it's going to be the main source of discussion here today. We've also got New Japan announcing their new TV deal on the Roku channel. Last night I said, Dave, are people going to be excited by this New Japan television deal? He said no. Well, he was right. I mean, some people I'm sure are excited, but whatever the Roku channel is, you can watch New Japan on the Roku channel, so we're going to tell you about that. And Rey Mysterio appears to be WWE for life. Is that how they did it? He re-signed with WWE, so there you go. Until Father Time catches up to him, he says. He's going to be a WWE star. So, a lot to get into here today. We've got your opportunity to contact us as well after I go over the news. We'll start with text messages, 425-780-7566. And we'll kick it off when we get back from the break. So stick around to Wrestling Observer Live.
attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student Loan Advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free 5-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. No, it was not Kenta that laid out John Moxley like three months ago. You Twitch geeks. You sure? Although he did lay him out last night. So I'm going to read what's on the front page of WrestlingObserver.com. Then I want to say a few words about it. On the Wednesday edition of Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer said that a deal is done on a working relationship between AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling. Kenta's appearance at Wednesday's beach break 
and next week's Lights Out match with he and AEW World Champion Kenny Omega versus John Moxley and Lance Archer are kicking things off. Meltzer said he's unaware of anything else planned after that. However, Meltzer said, I know that people can't wait to go back to Japan. Put it that way. The impetus for the deal was New Japan's desire to have John Moxley defend the IWGP US title. He won back in January 2020. Because of pandemic-related travel restrictions, that was unable to happen. Since Kenta lives in Florida, that made a match possible, but since it would have to be in the U.S., a deal had to be struck with AEW's Tony Khan first. Meltzer didn't say when the deal was struck, but speculated the pandemic actually helped move things along quicker, as Moxley would have just traveled to Japan to defend the title of travel was unrestricted. Moxley versus Kenta for the IWGP U.S. title will air on the February 26th New Japan Strong and was taped recently. There was interest in having both sides work together with AEW was launching, but New Japan was skeptical of how successful the new venture would be, and he wanted Khan to come to Japan to meet with them. He sent Chris Harrington and the Young Bucks to make the deal instead, which they didn't like because they thought it was a slight. Meltzer said that once Harold May left Japan as president, the, the door was open to talking again. So... This is what I'm going to say about this, okay? I'm not saying that Dave is wrong. He may be absolutely right, okay? But the impression that I was very strongly given yesterday was that what's happening here is obviously there's an agreement to use Kenta and for John Moxley to defend the U.S. title against Kenta on New Japan Strong. So if you want to, and that is obviously a working agreement. They've agreed to work together Moxie's going to be defending the title on Strong. Kenta was on Dynamite last night. Kenta's going to be working a match on Dynamite next week, okay? So, like, a lot of this is, is, I don't know if semantics is the right word here, but yes, there is obviously an agreement here. But, based on what Dave said yesterday, now there's this expectation that if the border's open tomorrow... Tanahashi is going to be on AEW, and, and Okada is going to be coming in, and all these guys are going to be going to Japan, and they'll work the G1. Hold on, everybody. What I was told was, this is a Kenta thing right now, and obviously the sides are are friendly enough to get this thing worked out, but the idea that it's just the door's blown open, and everybody is it's like this big, the Ring of Honor, uh, think about the Ring of Honor new japan agreement where they're like they were exclusively sending people back and forth and everything like that i don't think we're there yet everybody i think that they they've they've gotten together to get this thing done and where it goes from here we'll see i'm not saying that like it's not gonna happen okay but it appears that from what dave said on the show last night like everybody is way overly excited about this i think it's awesome and i hope that there's a lot more but i do think that the agreement right now has been somewhat blown out of proportion and that I don't want, I'm saying is I don't want people to get like their hopes too high based on what actually is going on right now. Does that make sense? I got it. I got it. What you're saying is the forbidden door is not open, but it is unlocked. Sure. I mean, obviously they are working together to a degree. I mean, Moxley's already shot the match with Kenta. They filmed that in December. So like there was an agreement between the two sides to do some stuff together, but the idea that, like, there's now this full-fledged, full-on, people are going to be going back and forth, and we're just waiting for the... Maybe that will happen. I hope that does happen. But 
like I said, if this were a if this were a relationship on Facebook, you would mark it's complicated. You wouldn't necessarily mark married. That's all I'm saying. That 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 would definitely be the case. Yes, although you see how people react to AEW and NXT doing battle with each other on Wednesday night. So you let them have this. People have already fantasy booked their entire Golden Lovers scenario. I'm sure. I, I did like <laughs> the Dark Order player Uno uh, reaching out and saying uh, we want Los Ingobernables de Japan. So that that made me laugh, uh, and everybody can have a field day with this. Everybody can get their tweets out and this and that. And hey, look, if nothing else, it just raises up a, a bunch of uh, frenzy amongst fans that are older New Japan fans, or I should say, older you know fans that remember New you know Omega and the Young Bucks and all that from a couple of years ago, and their their heights in New Japan. So. Hey, the Good Brothers, that's who I'm really happy for because at some point I'm sure Anderson and Gallows would love to get back to New Japan, so to see them over there in that tag division would be kind of nice too. So that's that's what I know. But I, gotcha. hey, who knows? I mean, maybe, yeah. I mean, yes, listen, obviously there's a relationship, but I just don't want, because I saw everyone really super excited about it, and it is exciting. I mean, dude, we got Kent on AEW, and obviously if we've gone this far, I mean, unless something goes wrong, I mean, hopefully we will have AEW stars going to Japan and, and Tanahashi's of the world and Okada's and everybody else coming and, and working in AEW. But I do feel that people got overly excited about the way that Dave described this. And again, I'm not saying he's wrong, but I mean, if you heard what he said, that's honestly what you would think that like tomorrow Tanahashi may be on, on AEW. Seemed to excite everybody over Minoru Suzuki, too, with his tweets, apparently, for some reason. So, What did Suzuki yeah, but... say? No, nothing. Just the, the Dave. Minoru, imagine the impact that Minoru Suzuki would make, you know, as opposed to Kenta. And then people got all bent out of shape about that. As if Minoru Suzuki showing up wouldn't get a bigger reaction than Kenta. No offense to Kenta, but, you know. Now, Minoru obviously, Suzuki, for Christ's sakes. The angle, the angle with Kenta was awesome last night. I mean, nobody saw it coming. I know that we had a guy on the board that was really upset. If Dave knew that Kenta was going to be there, why didn't he say anything? Well, I don't know if Dave knew. I had absolutely no idea. The way it works with AEW, with me at least, is that nobody ever tells me what's going to happen. I mean, they may explain things after it's already happened. But, like, nobody is going to say that, oh, well, uh, you know, uh, Kenta's going to debut tomorrow, but don't say anything. They just, whatever happens, happens. So I, I don't know if Dave knew that Kenta was going to be there, but I presume that he was as surprised as everybody else. But that's, that's the story on Kenta. And next week they've made actually a lot of things official for both of these shows here. For AEW, we have got Kenny Omega and Kenta versus John Moxley and Lance Archer in a Falls Count Anywhere Anything Goes match. Because the story is that Kenta is not with AEW, so we can't sanction a match with a guy that's not here. So this will be one of their lights out, like the show is over, but they go in there and they, they all kill each other. And given it's Kenny Omega, Kenta, John Moxley, Lance Archer, I think they're done going to kill each other. Speaking of killing each other, if you're a fan of that, Darby Allen will face Joey Janela for the TNT title. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of killing of each other on this show. Chris Jericho and MGF versus The Acclaimed. 
in Cody Rhodes and Lee Johnson versus Peter Avalon and Cesar Bononi. What's funny about this lineup here is at about 40 minutes after the top of the hour, AW always tells you what's coming up next week. And they always give this lineup. It's like, wow, that's a lot of stuff coming up next week. So this week, they're giving the lineup. And when it's over, I was like, that's it? What? <laughs> what? Like, nothing against anybody here, but they gave us like three matches. Darby and Joey, Jericho and MGF versus Acclaimed, and Cody and Lee Johnson versus Peter Avalon and Cesar Bononi. I was like, this is the least exciting lineup you may have ever given us for next week. You've become accustomed. Then the show ends and we find out that Kenny Omega and Kenta will team up to face John Moxley and Lance Archer. So anyway, back in a moment with more Observer Live. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, my heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your
your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Dear God, what a day in the chat today. Mm-hmm. For years, as AW has spoiled you with constant good booking, Brian. Let them take a break for one week. No, you don't understand what I'm saying. Wait, I'm what? saying they actually have a stacked card for next week, but they couldn't tell us about the big stacked main event until after they'd already announced everything else for the show next week. So it seemed like it's a low-level show next week, but then we find out, wait a second, it's actually a gigantic show next week. Kenta teaming up with Kenny Omega. Needed the post-show angle first. Yes. We got that. Yes, you can't spoil everything, everybody. All right, let's talk about the shows last night very quickly here. Then we'll get your thoughts on them. AEW had the Tag Team Battle Royal for the number one contendership. And it ended up being won by Chris Jericho and MJF. And in the middle of all of this, Jericho threw Sammy Guevara out. So clearly cracks forming in the inner circle. And it will be Jericho and MJF versus the Young Bucks at Revolution. We had a Jade Cargill video. She is quite put together for this wrestling business. We had a Tony interview with Darby and Sting. It's Darby, Joey, Janela next week. They're going to try and kill each other, as noted. Thunder Rosa, Britt Baker was a very good match. Even though Thunder tried to kill poor Britt Baker. Drop kicked her head into another zip code in the corner there. But Britt beat her by sending her face first into a buckle and then put on the lockjaw, and the referee stopped the match. We could talk about the women's tournament here in a while. It's coming up. Wrestlers from Japan and the U.S. on both sides of the bracket. We had Hangman and Matt Hardy beating Luther and Serpentico when Matt Hardy stole the pin from the Hangman, which irritated the Hangman, but he still held Matt Hardy's hand up afterwards. I'm not sure what's going on here. It's strange. Obviously, we know what the storyline is, but you would think that after this, Hangman would want nothing to do this, nothing to do with this guy, so I guess we'll see. We had the wedding. So the story of the wedding is probably two, three days ago, Kip and Penelope legitimately got married. So I've been watching the show, and there's a few weeks ago where Penelope wrestled. I was like, holy smokes. She's like, in the best shape i ever seen her in. They must be actually getting married. And turns out they did. And this was the ceremony because they didn't have a legitimate ceremony like with people there. So this was the ceremony for the wedding that they really had prior to this wedding taking place. Got it, everybody? It was obviously ruined. And Charles and Orange Cassidy ruined the ceremony and and beat up Kip. So that feud must continue. It was trash. We'll get to your thoughts here in a minute. We have Shaq announcing that the match, the mixed tag, will be taking place Wednesday, March 3rd on Dynamite. So as not to... Have an issue with the NBA game. Mm-hmm. Lance Archer and Eddie Kingston had a lumberjack match. <laughs> I was not a fan of this at all. 
If they would have gone in there and had a match, it would have been awesome. Instead, there's all these dudes outside fighting and getting involved and interference and bear countries out there. (laughs) So what? (laughs) So anyway, Archer won. FTR has kidnapped Marco Stunt. For some reason, in AEW, if you cut off the horns on some dude's mask, you're suspended for a week and out of the Tag Team Battle Royal. But if you kidnap Marco Stunt, there's no consequences. Now, granted... Should there be? Dude, if I were the GM, there'd be no consequences for that. But I'm not. It feels like with what they do, that should seem to be unfair. Mm. And then Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers versus Pac and Phoenix and John Moxley... Good Brothers pinned Phoenix, and afterwards there was the debut of Kenta, and he laid out Moxley with the GTS. Great angle and a great main event to end the show. NXT, mostly tournament matches. Casey and Caden versus Dakota and Raquel. Casey and Caden did not win, nor did they appear to be heels. They lost, so we'll see what the fallout is for that. Maybe they'll do something dastardly or something, I don't know. Austin Theory beat Leon Ruff, who is the biggest geek. We'll get into that later. <laughs> they announced that the scary lady that hangs out with Zia Lee and Boa is allegedly thousands of years old. And even Beth Phoenix was skeptical of this. So when Beth Phoenix is skeptical of an angle, I don't know what to say about that. Luchat's party lost to Legado del Fantasma, so they move on. We had a a segment where Edge basically said that he might be interested in facing the winner of Pete Dunne versus Finn Balor at TakeOver Day of Vengeance and challenge them at WrestleMania. I loved the segment. I loved Edge's promo. I didn't believe one word of it. I suppose anything's possible. We have Kushida and Johnny facing each other at the show. They didn't angle. Tony Storm beat Jesse Kamea. They did more to set up the three-way. Actually, I presume she beat her because there's a DQ. A DQ and Tony Storm versus Jesse Kamea. Kurt Stallion! <laughs> so last week they delayed the match so they could tell us more about Kurt Stallion. They did a segment last week where he was talking about shooting stars. And then they did another interview this week. And they get y'all interested in this Kurt Stallion. He had this great match on the 205th episode of 205 Live, all this and that. And then they put him in there with Santos Escobar, and he beats this dude like a Texas drum. And he pummels him, and he pounds him to the point I almost fell asleep. It just went on for hours. And Kurt Stallion gets like two moves, and then Santos Escobar pins him. That better not have been revenge on me because I tried to get this guy over. I mean, come on. That's what you came up with after all this? And then finally, we had Ciampa and Thatcher versus Cole and Strong. Dusty Classic quarterfinal match. Ciampa and Thatcher won. They go on to the finals. And there was, like, no angle. There was no storyline. There was nothing. They just had a good match. And then they set up Grizzled Young Vets versus Ciampa and Thatcher. And the show ended. So, some good wrestling on the show. There was nothing as exciting as Kenta's debut. There was nothing that really irritated me on the show. So, that was good. Except the Kurt Stallion thing. That, I'm just... That, and it didn't irritate me, but it's like... Why? Let me tell you the finish. Did you place your bet? He did call for that. Place bets? Let me tell you the finish. Speaking of, there were two big geeks on this show. Kurt Stallion oh. and and Leon Ruff. Maybe they should right. become a team. A, a team of geeks. 
<laughs> no stars? Bro, this is what happened in the Leon Ruff match. I am not making this up. So Leon Ruff is in there with Austin Theory, and Johnny Gargano keeps trying to interfere. So Leon Ruff ends up doing the Eddie Guerrero gimmick where he pretends that Johnny hit him. So the referee ejects Johnny Gargano, making it a fair fight. Leon thinks he's so clever to have gotten rid of Johnny and making this a fair fight. He gets in the ring. He's immediately hit by Austin's Theory's finish and pinned in the middle of the ring. Bro. Well. Massive geek. Something, something had to set up Dexter Loomis. How did that set up Dexter Loomis? If Johnny would have screwed Leon Ruff, leading to Theory pinning him, and then they double-team the guy, and then the creep from the creep farm makes a save and beats up Austin Theory, okay, fine, that all works. This just made this guy into a massive geek. And then Theory beats him up, and then the creep guy comes out? Yeah. Ah, this like sucked. I said, it it all sucked. To... It was there to set him up. I didn't say it was going to be any good or not. And then the creep goes and pulls out a, a bunch of Austin Theory's hair, which I thought that was reserved for, you know, women in, on the that side of the roster with their extensions. Apparently not. Austin Theory had an extension that needed to be pulled out. And then he smelled it. Austin, Theory, smelled it. Austin Theory has enough hair to pull his hair out? Like, it's not like you pulled out Is that the Kurt joke? Stallion's hair. No, he's had a lot of hair. Let me tell you something. He got pounded on like those bongos that he usually pounds on when he's naked. Matthew McConaughey style when he is down in Texas. But let me tell you something. I have a feeling when we come back next week, we're going to hear a little bit more from Kurt Stallion. And I bet you it's going to be on the heel side. I'm telling you, I'm pushing No, this he was a total 100% total baby face on the show last not night. Not when he opens up that mouth, he ain't. Oh, no. get out of here. Place your bets. <laughs> yeah, place your bets. I'm telling you. Yeah, you know why he's a heel? Because you probably did place your bets and he'd win, and you lost a bunch of money. I didn't know. No, not at all, actually. Now, we got some feedback here on this. Even though I knew that Kurt Stallion had no chance to win the Cruiserweight title, when he told fans to place the bets on the Lone Star, I surely left my ass off. And then he lost. What a geek! I have watched him wrestle, this person says. Trust me, he's very good. But he's they great. gave that guy nothing in the match last night. Yeah, they gave him nothing. It was too much Ricky Morton. It was he doesn't have to be beaten on like that. But then again, I guess if he was just a pawn for this week to further uh, Legato and Carrying uh, Cross. To further Cross versus Santos? Why is Carrying Cross challenging the, the cruiserweight champion? I don't get it. I don't get it at all. I it just it, I mean at least have this man go after Scarlet. You know, you know something everybody? I don't know if you know this or not. What's that? Santos Escobar was on this show a few years ago. He was. Back when he wore his mask. Mm -hmm. And he told me that he was the most handsome man in all of Mexico. Guapo. Now, granted this is a this is this is a subjective, you know, Except in the case of myself, I am objectively the handsomest man doing radio anywhere in the internet. But, subjectively, Santos Escobar is the most handsome man in Mexico. So, it would make sense that this character would be trying to hit on Scarlet. That makes Karrion Cross angry, and he vows to beat the Huapo out of this man. 
But no, instead he just starts throwing a deck of cards in the guy's bag. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Carmen's startup found an angel investor, but now they're asking for a miracle from her development team. Hello, this is Carmen. That's exciting news. I guess we could launch early. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Do you own a timeshare but can't use it because of travel restrictions, a change in life circumstances, or perhaps you can no longer afford the monthly payments or annual maintenance fees? If you feel stuck or just need to get out of your timeshare, Newton Group is here for you. They are the nation's oldest timeshare relief company, which means you can trust them. Read the reviews. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, 4.7 out of 5 stars on Trustpilot, and a proven track record to legally relieve you from the financial burden of your timeshare. Getting out of your timeshare can be tricky business, so it's important you go with a company you can trust. And nobody, I mean nobody, has more experience than the experts at Newton Group. For your free consultation and your free consumer's guide to timeshare exit, call 877-WE-DO-EXIT. That's 877-WE-DO-EXIT. Why pay for something you aren't using? Give us a call at 877-WE-DO-EXIT or visit newtonexit.com today. It's time to play Vomit or No Vomit. Brought to you by Nauzine. First question, Mike. While watching football's big game, you decided to eat the biggest mess of food. Super nachos, wings, sliders. Now your stomach's boiling back up toward your pie hole. Do you A, vomit, B, drink the pink stuff, C, take Nauzine 4-Minute Formula. Take Nauzine. Correct. Nauzine's 4-Minute Formula quickly relieves stomach discomfort from overindulging. Get Nauzine now in the purple box at Walmart or your favorite store. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I'm Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Man, this buzz AEW in the chat. I'm the biggest I ever. Why are we talking about NXT? Bro. So, so he typed it, too. Bro, dude. People like different things, buddy. 
And I got a lot of messages here from people talking about NXT. So here's what you can do. Buzz AEW. Buddy. 844-913-2727. Let's hear it. Call about whatever you want to, dude. You want to talk about AEW, give me a call. Because yeah. I've opened up the lines. Mm-hmm. And we have many people on the lines right now. And whatever they want to talk about is what we're going to talk about. Same with the text messages. If some some folk wants to talk about Kurt Stallion, well, we're going to talk about it. Or if someone, for example, wants to say that Kenta breaks the forbidden door, Ito Chan is coming to say forbidden words on national television. Brother, what a night. The entire WWE in the mud. you love to see it. Damn. Wow. Ah, <laughs> next one. Hey, this person didn't talk about Kenta. At least they finally revealed the name Vengeance Day, as well as announced three matches in bulk in one night, because they only have ten more days. Still, this takeover honestly feels so rushed. I missed my old NXT when they used to build things up for the big show for months, but now stomping AEW down is more important, I guess. Well, they're not stomping them down, so maybe they should go back to building the shows up. Maybe that would be more effective. That would be nice. To Honolulu, Hawaii, you're on the air. What's going on? All right, it's David from Honolulu. Uh, I want to give a shout-out this time to Vincent Aaron Verhey. Uh I just want to get your thoughts on uh, the women's tournament. We got uh, uh, Maki Ito, Emi Sakura. We got Riho coming back. I just want to get your thoughts on that. And, uh, yeah, and also, who's a worthy opponent for Kenny Omega at Revolution? All right, thank you. All right, I want to thank you very much for the call. I don't know who he's going to face. I mean, like I said, the... Moxley-Kenta match has already been taped. It's going to be airing on New Japan Strong. So I don't think, I mean, maybe they will, but I don't think they're going to do Kenta and Moxley at the pay-per-view. So if they don't do that, I mean, this Moxley-Omega feud, I mean, it appears to still be going on. So I would not be surprised if we had some sort of a rematch, maybe a stipulation match. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Maki Ito. That's going to be the name that I think is going to be the most exciting for uh, Japanese women's wrestling fans coming over to the States. She has got a cult following. She is very active and I don't want to say obnoxious, but very open and uh, on Twitter. I'm not sure if her Instagram's the same way, but a lot of popularity behind her. Names we haven't seen for a while coming back. Emi Sakura being one. I don't think there's any surprise there. Yuka Sakazaki, uh, I'm a big fan of, so I'm happy to see her back. Uh, Venny, a lot of people were like, who the hell is Venny? The only thing I can tell you is if you ever see the name Asuka in results, in Japanese results, written in all caps. She's a, a freelancer, an independent wrestler over in Japan who's going to be coming over. So a nice lineup, really, on both sides of the ledger. Not only some of the women they're getting from Japan, but obviously Layla Hirsch being in there is something cool. I like that. Nyla Rose, uh, we haven't seen for a while. She's going to be in there. Tekanti has improved greatly. She's in there, so... Would be interesting to see how they decide to go ahead and and play everything out and what directions they decide to go. But well, I think the obviously big, there's been go the, ahead. the big thing I think is that listen, I don't know what they're going to do, so I don't want to burst everyone's bubble because I don't know. But most of these, in fact, virtually every single one of these Japanese women, they're in Japan right now, and they're not coming to the U.S. like all of them to wrestle on the Dynamite show. So basically, what's going to happen is. I mean, either they're going to have to film these matches in Japan and we're going to air them on the Dynamite show, which I'm very skeptical is going to happen. Or 
the U.S. fans are only going to see on television the matches involving the U.S. side of the bracket, and they'll just give us results or maybe a clip or two of the matches that take place in Japan. So if you're a Dynamite viewer, and you, I, I presume they'll be online, but if you don't want to go online to find them, I mean, you may only be seeing whoever wins the Japanese side of the bracket versus whoever wins the U.S. side of the bracket, and that's the only one of these people that you'll actually see on TNT. Well, and that's, again, what direction they decide to go with how they finish this thing off with, you know, who is going to be, you know, the ultimate winner of the thing. And there's a lot of names in the mix here. So, again, we'll see how the whole thing, you know, they decide to play everything out. And, uh, again, it's going to be nice, though, for people that do like Japanese women's wrestling to see a lot of these women over because, again, they were very popular, Riho and and things like that. I don't know if Imi Sakura was as much, but I know there are, you know, people have been wanting to see this for a while. So, Hey, you finally get some of the women you wanted to see back on AEW TV, whether it be, again, Dark, Dynamite, however they decide to play these things out. But it'll be interesting to see if they play full matches off the Japanese side for any reason, or if it's just going to be all in clip form or only available online or something like that. This person wants to know, Mike, how did you hear, they got me, and conclude that he was a heel? Because when you're that bad of an actor on national television... You must be a bad guy? And you do an interview where you come across as if you're just the coolest thing in the whole wide world, even though you haven't done anything yet. Mm, You know, I'm sorry. After seeing that interview with Mackenzie, and then seeing him lay there, looking up, saying... See, here's a problem, though, Mike. Here's a problem. Wait, hold on, hold on. It was legato. They got, it was so, when you usually see that, because usually you see, like, the chalk outline. You know, somebody's laid out, and they're rolling around. Ah! Bro, You didn't get that. Listen. Usually when you see that, somebody is faking an injury, so that's how it came Okay, across. hold on a second. Listen. Go ahead. It's Kurt Stallion. It's the lone... <laughs> no, hold on a second. No, was. let me get into this. Go ahead. He's the lone star Kurt Stallion. <laughs> yeah. He's a cowboy, Okay. How many times you watch that Western, and there's the good guy and the bad guy, and they're doing the uh-huh. thing, the duel, and then, oh my gosh, and well, ah, he goes down, his buddies run over, they got me. That's what the baby face says when he gets Bro- shot. Brian, how many times have you seen a cowboy get me. shot in the opening scene of his own movie? How many times was John Wayne well, I mean, gunned down? Well, it wouldn't be John Wayne, but like John Bain, John Wayne's the the movie opens with John Wayne's buddy gets shot by the bad guy. He goes, "They got me," and John Wayne goes, "I'll get him." Well, that's uh, the story of the movie. But you can't do that with what you're saying because Kurt Stallion is a lone star, so he didn't need any other help. There would be nobody to avenge the death of Kurt Stallion at the hands of Legato de Fantasma. So I don't, Del. I don't want to hear that. What did I say? Day? Dell? Tanner, what you're on the air. Save matter. the show. What's going on? Hey, hey how's it going? Um, actually, so I got two things. One, uh, I might not have seen very many West wrestling weddings, but I thought the one last night was actually okay. Like, I thought oh. Nero was fantastic, like all the callbacks to Raw and all that. And I, that was just me personally. But my, my question, more of a hypothetical, and it's, you know, I don't want to get too fantastical about it, but... Uh, I know AEW is going to have the third hour. And so do you think hypothetically that they can use that third hour as like a conduit for new fans and stuff to get into impact and new Japan and MLW and AAA? And like, what do you think could happen? With what do that? you mean by that? Uh, like, 
like they could do like a show where they have like a like an like a mix of like New Japan Impact guys and like serve stories that. Oh man, Tanner's very excited about this. Yes, he is. This Forbidden Door. All right, listen, buddy. I want to thank you very much. Yeah, I understand. Listen, listen to me, buddy. I want to thank you very much. Not making fun of you at all. You're. I'm not making fun of you, but but like like I said at the beginning of the show, let's not get too excited yet. Like we're just we're they're they're they went on their first date. Impossible, Brian. Not having children yet. <laughs> now listen. <laughs> listen. Listen to me, okay? Good. So, they're going to have another hour of television and we don't know anything about it except it's going to happen at some point. It probably will be on TNT. I guess maybe it could be on TBS, whatever. But it's going to be on national television. So, they're not going to be doing a program for the hardcores, like, for example, in AEW Dark. I mean, it may be very similar to Dark, but the idea is they're still going to want to do good numbers. So I don't think, I mean, yeah, I guess it could, I don't picture it being like, well, this is the interpromotional show, but then Dynamite's, an, it's just going to be another hour of Dynamite where you get people the opportunity to get on television. I don't even know if it's going to be a, st- a strong storyline-driven show. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. I don't know if it's going to be like in the old days where you had Raw and Heat. And the stuff that happened on Heat went into Raw, and the stuff that happened on Raw went into Heat. I don't know. We don't know. But whatever it is, the goal is going to be strong numbers. You're not getting a television show on national TV that's just going to be some, well, here's an extra hour. Let's just you know use this extra hour to do some stuff. This is going to be designed to be a ratings-drawing, star-building show. Even if they had great working relationships, why would you have a show where you would feature other groups so prominently? You know what I mean? I just, I don't know. I, I just think that's that's like a level of fantasy booking, you know. Uh, and is again, no offense, but it's like, why, why in the world would you have a show where you're concentrating on anybody else's? I mean, if they're in your realm, then sure, use them as part of your storylines. But to have a show where you're kind of angling that... This show is for, you know, this is what's happening on Impact, or this is what's happening. I I don't know if I like that idea at all. In fact, I don't. This person here says, they completely mismatched Austin Theory's hair in Dexter Loomis's hand. That was more fake to me than Alexa Bliss's clothes magic or The Fiend being burnt to a cruise. I wouldn't say that. I just saw it and I was thinking, hmm, is he going to clone him? He's got some of his DNA here. Yeah. non-lewd manner. Maybe we'll have two awesome theories when all is said and done. Uh, but what I think is actually going to happen, people. I presume that what's going to happen is he's going to make a paintbrush out of the dude's hair and paint creepy pictures of Austin Theory. That's where I think this is going. Good God. That okay. wedding sucked, by the way. Everything about this whole wedding angle has sucked. It has come up short. Hopefully Kip is not that way on his wedding night. Because the whole thing has been terrible from Jump Street. You didn't give us a bachelor party. You gave us a lame ending, even right down to Orange in the Cake. Rusev in the Cake in WWE, far better than Orange Cassidy in this cake. Whole thing came across as lame. Chuck still got his ass kicked a little bit. Boo! Boo! Whole thing sucked. Got people on this chat saying that the wedding was a letdown. It was a letdown? What were you expecting? They didn't even build it up as a main event wedding. It was a mid-card wedding. They did that you, that you literally as a knew wedding, yeah. was going to be foiled, <laughs> and it was. 
Like, listen, I didn't think it was a great wedding. It was very campy. But, bro, it's a wrestling wedding. That was the best like, part about that's it. That's like every wedding we've ever seen. Yeah. No, Dave, this, this... Dave had some impact wedding that was apparently awesome. I never saw it. I'm, I'm sure it was awesome, okay? Uh, but, like, when it comes to wrestling weddings, you know what you're going to get, and we dude. got it, and it didn't go on 10 hours. It was this there. Was whack. This was whack even by wrestling wedding standards. This was a whack-ass wedding. You said it. It was a mid-card wedding, and Tony and yes. JR, they should have let him drink So my more point is, like, how because... what were your expectations for a mid-card wedding? Oh, my God. Did you God. think that Okada was going to come out of the cake? They, they hyped this thing up as a main event wedding. They didn't say it was going to be a mid-card wedding until it actually shook out. People had hope for this thing. And it what are being, you talking about? It, it ends was... up being jobber wedding with the only good thing about it being Sinister Minister showing back up again. Bro, so listen. Listen. With, what? If you've got a bunch Sorry, of people yes, that are solidly in the mid-card <laughs> and they've been in the mid-card, and they build up the wedding in a mid-card fashion, then if you go in there expecting a main event wedding, that's your fault. Oh, no. Yes! Stop it. It's trash. Even by mid-cards, fine. Even by mid-card standards. All I do is trash. tell you people to lower your expectations, and nobody ever listens to me, and then they get Ooh. mad, and I have to chastise them for this. Dude, we lowered our expectations for you a long time. Back in a moment, Observer Live. That's why I'm a success. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have Debt Destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. 
Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man-age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man-age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I'm Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. This person says, can we all agree that NXT is a geek show? No, we cannot agree with that. No. There are some geeks on NXT, but you know what? You know who's not a geek? Finn Balor. Yeah, well. Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah. Karrion Cross, Pete Dunne, I could go on and on. The Undisputed Air, all of them, Adam Cole. There are many, there are more non-geeks in NXT than there are on the main roster. What about Kurt Stallion? Well, they made that guy a geek. I mean, I did everything I could to make him not a geek, but. I'm trying to make him a bad guy. You're making him a geek. In the day I failed. Yeah. Poor Kurt. There's something about Kurt Stallion, this person says. It feels like a delusional bad guy serial killer who's lying to cover his track. What a terrible thing to say about oh, Kurt a, Stallion. Man, I say bad Jiminy, guy. Jiminy, did you write that and send it in? No, I didn't. We're not going all the way to serial killer. This Are person we? says, FTR suspension just got announced on Tuesday. The kidnapping only just happened. Yeah, but my point is, like, now there should be another suspension. Yeah. That, You're not supposed little... to kidnap children. Why don't I just, like... I don't know, try to throw them in the truck or drag them behind it or something like that, and then they, like, you know, cut them off and they go driving away. I don't know. So what is Tully just going to, like, you know, like, we're going to see, you know, different scenes of FTR everywhere, like, opening the trunk, and Tully's, like, pointing at them, like, you know, welcome to Boise, and they're all there, like, hanging out with Marco, like, got them upside down. What are they going to do with this? I don't know. They'll probably put them in a locker. It's fine. You, What's that like? That's what I used to do, those twerps in high school. Little nerds. That's why you had to learn jujitsu, wasn't it? No. Oh. Mm-hmm. We're out of time, everybody. I want to thank you all for sticking around today if you did. Really appreciate it. We'll be back later on tonight. Brian and Vinny show talking AEW and NXT in detail. Back here for Observer Live tomorrow with Josh Barnett talking blood sport. A lot to get into. Thanks, Mike, as always, callers and listeners. Everybody in the studio, we'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.